Hey. Y'all, we're back. The long-awaited return of the mix table, season four. We're sitting down today with David the Tragic. Tyrone, how you doing? Talk to these fucking people. Uh, okay. Let me take it off the rip. If this shit get way too tragic, then you know I'm about to dip. That's how we do in the mix. Been this way since I was legit. Told that girl to know herself, not low herself, cause now she lit. That's how we do in the mix. Been <laughs> hey, this way since I was legit. Hey, that's how it goes. I'm about to go in here and flip. But she see I'm lit, cause she see who I be with. In the real, I keep it feel. You don't look uh, just like I'm big. Uh, hey. Ain't got no condo, but still I'm cashing out. And on these beats, I'm rapping now. And I got so many flows, I can pass it now. And I'm feeling like a casting now. And I'm feeling like I'm in a passing now. And I'm finna speed it up, going faster now. And if you pick up, I'm passing now. Uh, damn. That's how it had to be. So face reality and actuality. I had to grab the beat. It had to be. It's such a tragedy. And now I had to see. I pass it to my bro so he can smash the beat. All right, it took us four years to book Dave. Man, that's fucking tragic. Stack my pennies up the hard way. Man, I'm fucking magic. Every time we hit record and dream, that shit's a fucking classic. Stevie to the bullshit. I just want to get my satisfaction. I'll steal your flow. I'll steal the show. I'll run up on you and steal your dough. Let's line it up. Go toe to toe. I keep it moving. No stop and go. But I stop and shop. I make it pop. I bend to the motherfucking mountaintop. Pick other little Cream of the crop, I walk in and them panties drop. I'm too cold, I, I make them shiver. I walk in, I deliver the mix table, the fish scale, a diamond watch that's wrist hail. It's young Sepian Tyrone David, the tragic, he's on the show. It's season four, I'm leaning for it. I'll do this shit with no reason for it. Woo, 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 woo. With that Nina. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I to tell you, freestyle is really good. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite show. Not the one on cable, but the mixed table. I am your host, Tyrone McClendon. Once again, I am joined here with my co-host, my best friend, Mr. Young Seppi himself. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you to all of the beautiful people out there that are tuning in. We love you. Thank you for coming. And to my side here, we have our very special guest for this episode. Longtime friend of the show, longtime friend of mine. And I'm happy to finally have him here, Mr. David the Tragic. Hello, how y'all doing? I meant to tell you, bro, your freestyle was really dope. The one you they put on Instagram. Oh, yeah, the one with uh, your favorite people? Yeah, that shit was hard. I was like, I don't remember Tyrone being a rapper, but he sounds pretty good. That's okay, I'll take that. No, no, no. It's great. It's great. It's great. I'd love the compliment, especially coming from somebody like you. It means a lot. You sounded good. How long have you been rapping? So for me, this is my interview now, I guess. <laughs> um, it kind of started as like, you know, like how all people do back at a school bus with your friends, just like. So you've been rapping this whole time? I, I would. Okay, let's not go and say I've been rapping. I don't want to like to use You've been rapping that. as long as I've known you. Probably, yeah. But you weren't putting it out? No, nah, and I still don't. It's really just like this. It's like Fun. I come up with some shit and I'll be like, damn, that would sound hard. So That's pretty cool. I like the freedom of that. Yeah, man. Because And also the beautiful thing, the buffer I have, like, because I have friends like you, Jelani, and all this stuff. So it's like I see what it actually takes to be an artist. And I'm like, 
Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool just making the fun. I feel that so much. That's how I feel about being a, a photographer. Really? Yeah, because I feel like I take decent pictures, but I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that shit's ass. No, I love all my photographer friends. I'm just saying, like, it, it does look. They just don't credit people properly, and then they steal your work constantly, like. Ba- and then a lot of times you send people pictures, they won't even fucking tag you. So like, that's why I started with the bear because I was like, how can it's I do your watermark? Yeah, I was like, how can I do something? Like, even if they steal this picture, how will I know it's mine? And that's my boy. But really quickly, hello once again, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, welcome back to another season uh, of the Mix Table. I am your host Tyron McClendon with my co-host, my best friend, Mister Young Seppi himself, Mister Joseph Middledorf. Uh, and uh, yeah, as you could see, you know, energy is. Back with it as normal. Uh, I know I've given you a little bit of an introduction, but for the people watching who may not know who you are, tell the people who you are and what it is that you do. Uh, my name is David Distragic. I'm a rapper, recording artist, producer based out of Atlanta. How was it? There you go. Perfect. You aced it. So I'm really happy to have you on here, my man, because, well, let me say this. I want to say, because he's been asking me to have you on here since we first started this. Yeah, literally four seasons of this. Yeah. And, but I've always been hesitant to approach you with a lot of things because what a lot of people don't know, you know, outside of this, I do like to play journalist, you know? So when I was in school, me and you both were at Georgia State at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a lot of journalism projects that I had to do, and I was like, well, I want to do music journalism, so like the only person I know who I have easy access to is... This nigga. Yeah, so I would be like, yo, I want to do this story on like, I think I just started on like the radio, and I was like, all right, I need like a, a, a person's perspective, so I interviewed you for that. Then I took a, a podcasting class, ironically enough. Um, Damn, I didn't know they had those that, at that time. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It was a terrible class. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a podcasting class. Shit. And it was some old fucking dude who doesn't know anything about podcasting. But anyway, uh, I took the class and we had an assignment and we had to make like a 15 minute long podcast. And I was like this close to failing the class. So I was like, I got to show my ass on this final project. So I did like a 50 minute long podcast and I did a breakdown of your album. Um, don't know. Which Bender. one was it? No, before Bender. Fit in. Fit in, yes. I remember this. You called me a sad little boy in, in his room. <laughs> really hurt my feelings, Tyrone. I mean, it went with the theme. It kind of, it was on brand. So, I mean. And that's why I ain't do an interview since. I mean, hey. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are, man. And I'm glad to have you. And I'm, and, <laughs> and it's beautiful to have you here now, though, because I'm. A whole flashback. I remember that shit very deeply. It was perfect, man. And now, but the beautiful thing is now to have you here, I can see where your story has, has grown since the last time we it's spoke. It's a little bit more lore. Little bit. My favorite thing is I love saying with all you guys, I love paying attention to your lock journey throughout our friendship and our relationship. There is a lot longer. When I, mean, I f- I'm in braids. I mean, yeah, braids. You've now, come so a long way. way. This, honestly, yeah. when I first met you, you were still Afro. Yeah, and then they started doing nothing. Yeah, you started. You just went completely freeform. You yeah. were like, it is what it is. Then they started to drop. Then I think when you got your first retwist. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's when I, they, they started hitting, you know. That boy is in it to and, win it. And I'm just hit my chin and my shoulder, you know. And now you in hey, it. Look at me for now. life. I like asking fellow lock people how you know, long. This is my second set of dreads. Really? Yeah, I had locks before these. What happened to him? Um, when I was about eight or nine, like my mom's boyfriend is um, like my sister's dad. He was like, you need to lock that shit up, man. Uh-huh. And I just did. And I had dreads from when I was like eight to about 13. Hmm. What made you want to get them again? 
Um, I didn't even necessarily want to. I just had a fro through high school, and I just like I used to finger comb it so it wouldn't like lock, and I just stopped. Mm. And then the back locked up, and then I started wearing like a headband, and the front locked up, and then I just kind of let it vibe, and then here I am. Mm. And I think my hair was kind of trained because I had dreads when I was younger too. Yeah. To lock back up. Do you plan to keep them for? How long do you plan on keeping them? That's a good question. The past, like, well, prior to like eight months ago, I was like, I want to cut my hair. I want to cut my hair. Really? Yeah, I was thinking about it for like two, two years. What was the reasoning behind Either that? Either cutting it off or cutting it down. I guess I don't like. Well, I like my hair right now because I'm in braids, and there's really less dreads and they're shorter. So I don't like how many locks I have, and I also would be like, these just too long. I get the same way. I'd be like, kind of like imposter syndrome about my dreads. I'd be like, damn, like. I don't have enough. I'd be trying to make certain styles. I'd be like, no, I got hella dreads, bro. I got so many dreads that like I'm in these three strand braids and like I still have hella dreads. Cause yours started off really skinny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. How do you feel about your locks? <laughs> I like them on bagels. Okay. Cream cheese. That's ah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, hair journey. That's crazy. Uh. <laughs> I've been on it for a while. Uh, yeah, you have. He was a. I feel like me and you kind of both entered the long hair phase at the same time. He's beating you, so he definitely. Well, I've cut my hair twice, so I've I've, I've cut the ends because they get all all frayed and shit. Cut the but, split uh, ends off. Had to do it, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, that was my goal. Sophomore year of college, I was like, I'm gonna grow my hair out. I'm gonna not fail out of school, and I'm gonna go to the gym. And Yo, I did two of the three. That's so funny. That's the opposite <laughs> for me. What were yours? Well, in college. I feel like no, my first year of college, I did really good. I had like mm-hmm. a three five. Second year, though, I was like, oh, I'm a rapper. And then <laughs> I went through some like really hard shit, like the end of the first semester. And then that second semester, I was zoned out really. Mm. And I was not, I was failing my shit. And I wasn't really, I was going to class, but I was going to class high as shit. And then COVID happened. So, what was even your motivation for like going? Like, did you going to school? Yeah. I didn't know what else to do. Uh. And I was too scared to like be like, I want to be a rapper. That's so real. I felt like it was a good like in between space. Mm-hmm. I could go to school, be a rapper, live in the city. You know what I mean. But also like give myself some time to figure out like what is it I'm on. I was a film major. Mm. Yeah. Is that what you thought you wanted to do? No. I mean, well, you knew you you were scared to be a rapper, but as far as like what you were telling, film people- was just the only thing I was like somewhat into. Okay. That I would go to school for That wasn't some bullshit Like I think I was a film major Women's gender studies minor Or some shit Yeah <laughs> Yeah I fucked with I liked what I liked About college though So like I liked the proximity To people mm-hmm. And I like I do like learning Yeah But like I also don't like How much it costs <laughs> Yeah That's real But I like what you said though That you were like I was too scared to say what I really wanted to do, so I just kind of said what I knew what would make. That was literally how I was I, appeasing for sure. Like yeah. the people around me, like whoa, like my family, like my mom, my dad. I was always like naturally just good at school. I wasn't like genius, but like I was always just it was school was never hard for me. Yeah. So there was an expectation for me to like go to school. It was like you're gonna go to school. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like I had to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If I could go back. I would say I might do it again though Just because like The opportunities I got In those two years By networking Like It's just I, I still reap the benefits From it today Yeah I'm, like, I'm I real wouldn't, I wouldn't know Jelani If I didn't go to school I'm real big on using college Not letting college use you You know Like take that time there Network under Understand why are you here You know Cause a lot of people Just same thing I'm just doing this Because this is what mom said This is what dad said That's literally how I was a petroleum engineering major And 
ass. Yeah, but <laughs> when you talk to adults and you're like, I'm going to school for petroleum engineering, they go, oh, oh yes. Oh, what a smart young that's, man. Yes, that's very smart and responsible. And I was terrified. I've been playing music since I was three. And at 18 was like, yeah, I don't just, I, I didn't want to have those fucking conversations with people where I had to, like, now I'll tell people, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be a rapper and I've got a podcast and I'm doing this and that. And they'll be like, no, it sounds ass. Yeah. And they'll be like, that's nice. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like, <clears throat> I feel like saying I wanted to do music, like, a lot of my family, like, especially like, well, most of they'd be like, oh, that's cute or whatever. You know what I mean? Until I signed, like, I signed an indie deal a few years ago. And then it was like, after that, I felt like people were like, oh, you're doing it. And I feel like that's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like, once a white man co-signs you, it's like, oh, nah, you got it. But before yeah. that, it's like, oh, nigga, what you doing? Yeah. But you could be in a whole bad deal. And people be like, oh, you having your way. Like, you signed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's very interesting to me. You know and what I mean? And the funny thing is, like, later on when you like, oh, you got fucked out of your deal, they'll still call you stupid again. They'll be like, see, you shouldn't even, you know, this, that, and this. So you can't really appease everybody. You can't win for losing, my boy. Exactly. Exactly. So how did you get over that? Like, how did you, because I'm assuming it was a little hard at first to, to be not like do school or yeah to tell your folks like this is what i'm doing well i live with my mother okay Same. like that's what i grow with my mother and my grandmother and my like i have more sisters but like the sister i grew up with heaven so that's like my immediate family i see the most and my mom has always been super supportive of what i do because she sort of had similar passions mm -hmm. and in a way i'm like living out her dream so like she was at first she had a lot of anxiety towards me not doing school because she just always imagined me graduating and shit because I could Like I could do it I could still do it Because I know I am smart enough Yeah 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 But like I told her Like I really only I could always go to school I only have one chance To do this so mm. You know what I mean I'm only gonna be this young For this You know what I'm saying Type right. shit like, Right So personally I just felt like I owed it to myself To give myself a chance To like Chase what I actually Want to do Yeah Because I don't want to be 30 And be like Damn what if I What if I took that opportunity And not did it like, I don't want to be One of them niggas Like I'd rather crash out now yeah. I always have time to be boring in the future if I want yeah, to. Yeah, and uh, I and I honestly, I just don't like. I'm very passion oriented. Even now, like my entire existence revolves around like my work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really yeah. live outside of it, so like it's hard for me to like work hard doing other things. I'm not passionate about. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very interesting you say that because you know we were talking beforehand that I do. I work with like high schoolers a lot. Um, and a lot of things that I try to push on them a lot is like, bro, just follow the passion. I was like, all these other things people trying to tell you to do, like, oh, you got to go to college, you got to have this. I'm like, no, the biggest advantage you can have over anybody is just knowing what you want. Because if you know what you want and where you want to go, all that other bullshit doesn't matter. Like it's And, and generally stop taking advice from people whose lives you wouldn't want to have. That's, yeah. a, that's a great point. I would say to add on that, like, Having a passion, like like you said, is the most essential thing. Mm -hmm. And like I feel like a lot of people make decisions based on people, whether it be f their support system or like whatever, friends, whatever it is. Or like just being too caught in to like what you're supposed to do yeah. like as you're taught growing up that they end up living unhappy lives i feel like a lot of our parents like in their generation like they were raised to go to school or you got to get a job you got to work until you're dead you know what i mean yeah and i feel like that reflects in how their attitudes are now even towards young people i feel like that's where the resentment stems from yeah because they weren't given the opportunity people weren't telling them you could do what you want to do you know what i mean it's like no you got to get a job you hate and work that bitch till you die you know yeah, what i mean Type yeah. shit. like so i feel like that's what i like about like this sort of generation of kids you know mm -hmm. what i mean like 
like starting like at around our age and younger now. You know what I mean? I feel like we're more <laughs> bound to quit a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for real though, like I don't quit hella jobs and just be like, I'll get another job. Opposed to back in the day, but like, you better work that fucking job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I see how easy it is for that bitterness you were talking about to like come in. Cause I'm 26 now and I'm working with some people pursuing similar things that are like 20. And I'm looking at them and I'm just jealous. Cause I didn't, like, I didn't really, I wasn't able to admit to myself until I was 22 that I wanted to do this. And I see that they're 20 and already like two or three years in. And I'm like, damn. But if like, I had started, so, but I can imagine if I was like 50. And just now being like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll start my dream. I would hate. But to counter your point, like, I feel like your path is not linear. Nah. So sometimes it can feel like that, especially in terms of age. Because I have that feeling sometimes, too. Even though I've been been recording and, like, making shit since I was, like, 12. Like, 10 years now, effectively, I've been trying to do this. You know what I mean? Like, but, like, I still be seeing people way younger than me. And, like, you know. But, like, we're all, like, on a different path and journey. You know, Jay-Z ain't get popping until he was in his 30s type shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, there's hella examples of, like, very important people in entertainment or in any industry that didn't get their shit moving until they was way older. So, it really, you know, it's all relative. But it's le- it's less from a result standpoint and more, I'm just jealous of the courage that they had to, like, be 17 and be like, no. Nah, a different point. I understand that. Fuck it. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, damn, I spend another five years, like, like miserable at school trying to figure out like how am i gonna make a life that i don't want to like kill myself living every day i've been working on being more positive lately and that's something like i've been patting myself on the back for is like my persistence i feel like throughout all the shit i've gone through like whatever it is like i've just remained consistent you know what i mean like i've had a lot of opportunities to i guess quit and maybe i feel like it all the time but i I just never do it so like you know (laughs) what do you think makes you keep coming back I have this obsession. I'm obsessed. I just want to be the best version of myself in this space that I can be, which is like specifically like rap music, not rap music, but just music, like being a songwriter, being a producer, being an A&R, being a composer. Like, I just feel like I have so much to bring in terms of value. Like, I just, I'm obsessed with just topping myself every single time. And that's what keeps me going. How, how rigid is your definition of like best successful and yourself like how how often does that definition i was just talking about this the other day like i feel like i have a gift and a curse so my gift is like well a curse is i'll never be satisfied ever you know what i mean no matter like how well i'm doing i'm never satisfied so like it's it gives me this drive to always strive for something else and the curse of that is like obviously i'm never satisfied yeah you know what i mean yeah and now but that is my motivation like just trying to I'll do myself Because every time I drop something good Like every time I get a good response I'm not looking at it I'm just thinking like Damn can I do this shit Can I do it better Can I do it again You know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't ever really get too full of myself Yeah Or too indulged in the idea Like oh I'm having my way Because I just know Like I've just been around a long time Like I just know That shit's all relative Like yeah. it could be there for you one day And the next day If you if you fucking around Like that shit be gone You know what I mean It's so funny Just recently there was a, uh, a J. Cole interview He basically gave like Both sides of what you're saying He was saying like I have what I have Because I have like a delusional level of self-confidence like the things i want most people i would tell them they'd be like you're you're insane you can't want it but i believe in me and i want it so bad that 
I can get these things and I attain it. But on the flip side of that, he was like, the one thing I wish, I wish I could have lived a simple, boring life. Like I wished I could have been content with making fifty, sixty thousand dollars, coming home to my wife and kids, and just going on vacation just every living. Yeah, yeah. He was. I I wish I could have been that person. He was like, but you know, I'm not. But it's interesting coming from somebody like J. Cole because you're like, you literally have it all. Like, how could you say like you wish? And that like that's the this ass line too. He don't wish that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be bullshitting in them interviews. <laughs> yeah. It sound nice, but that. That's the idea I've been trying to work towards myself is because I recognize that same thing. Like I'm always, it could be better, it could be bigger, it could have done more. I could have like my like my, my my dad was real big on like you could always you come home with a 92. It could have been a 95. It could have been a hundred. You could have you could have done more. And I realize right. that's kind of in me a little. So I've been trying to get on this, like this idea, just like stop at fulfillment. The idea of enough, like yeah. I, I don't have a concept of it yet, but I'm trying to like create enough for mm. me. Like I need, I'm trying to make a line where I'm like, if I can just get here, it's and cool. Think, and I think that's good because it's all about you know how people are like, um, like you know, even if you don't feel a way, just like pretend you are, and after a while, you might actually yeah. And I feel like the same thing, like if you set an arbitrary, even if you don't believe that it's enough, if you just consistently work towards it, I feel like you'll. I feel like that's what makes my psychology ironic too. Cause like, I have an idea of like, what is enough for me? Like as far as like monetary, but I guess in reality, like obviously like money is cool, but it's just not my goal. So like, for example, like I would be okay just being a tour and act. Just an act that can tour and make his money. Like I would, I would be fine with that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? As far as like just how big I can, I would be. Like you know what I mean? I have aspirations of like always. I feel like I have the potential to always make a big song that could break through. How weird I am. Yeah. Like I feel like I've shown that even in like my small sample size. Like I've always been able to. Even if a nigga feels like all my shit weird, there's always been one song I feel like on everything I've dropped that can like break through. But like having that ability, being able to help the acts around me. And just growing as an entire like human, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like what I be. That's where my real admirations and making music. Obviously, that's better than the music I made before. Right. But I don't have. I'm not necessarily as like focused on material things. Does that yeah. make sense? Like I'm not. Oh, I want to be a billionaire. Like yeah. I don't. That shit don't really move. You're, me. you're you're finding your own definition of success because a lot of people like those things, billionaire, uh, platinum, like those are other people's definitions of success, and we adopt them because we're like. And, and when you have like a really rigid definition of what success is, like only one thing is right and literally everything that's not that is wrong. Like yeah. you can only do one thing or you're a failure. And if you've got a, just more, like what is Roll it? That, wiggle, yeah. yeah, what is it? And I apologize if I'm misreading, but I feel like if you got to the point where you couldn't just go outside, like you had to go out with people, like the paparazzi is around you, I don't think I don't know. You I don't, do I don't like know if that. I would like it. Either, yeah. yeah, and I honestly don't see that for me. Mm. I could that I have a issue with my humility. Like I don't yeah. really my perception of myself is kind of skewed from my reality. Yeah, but I don't really see myself being that type of act. But I guess something I'm learning too. Like I was watching this fucking Tony Yayo interview with Vlad, and he was like, "50 told me like, once you sign that dotted line, you public property." And unless you're really stuck with me, because I've experienced that in a microcosm before. Yeah. Where, like, maybe I'm going through some real life shit, but it becomes, like, it's public information due to, like, what I do. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't, I'm not in love with the idea of being famous necessarily. Yeah. But I also understand, like, it's not really my option. 
if I make a big song or accident, I could get really big. Yeah. Even though that's not even my personality type, you know? Mm-hmm. It's out of my hands at this point is what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's, I think, the level that I'm looking in my own life in entertainment. I'm looking to get to the point where people that know me know me, but everybody else doesn't. Like, people that know and like my shit, like, come and they're like, oh, shit, it's Seppi, it's Joseph, it's that guy. But, like... Nine out of ten, or nine hundred out of not, you know, ninety-nine out of a hundred people walk by, and I'm just like some guy. But the people that recognize me are the people that are like, I fuck with what you're doing. But it's not. I don't have people that like their whole personality is hating me. Yeah, I see. Getting, getting out, like getting big enough that people just like, oh no, I just hate that guy. Fuck him. And I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a spectacle. It's also a reality. I feel like I have to do it just due to like. I feel like I'm polarizing. Cause I've experienced it even like in whatever capacity I have now. Like, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be a polarizing act. You know what I mean? I feel like since I've been making shit, it's either niggas fuck with me or they do not. You know? So that's also something I had to get I had to get comfortable with. Yeah. Just not. I'm not gonna be the guy everybody likes. You know what I mean? Right. It is. But honestly, I feel like. Or let me ask you: Is there kind of like a comfortability in that? And like, it's either this or that because you don't have to deal with a lot of like the in between folks, the fair weather. Like, we fuck with you one day, the next day we don't. You know. Well, sorta and sorta not, because like even like I've experienced like still not big at all. But like last year, I've had my biggest year since the pandemic. I would say, Mm -hmm. and like a lot of people would come up to me and they would tell me like, "You're doing so well." And I would be thinking like, damn, that's funny. Or not because like I don't appreciate it, but like I don't, I'm not doing that well. Like you know what I mean? It's all relative. Like, and that's one thing I think is funny too. Like a lot of this shit is um, I say it all the time to my friends. Like, if they hear this, they're gonna be like, okay, nigga. Like, <laughs> optics matter. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And they're usually based like people turn optics into reality. Yeah. So when I said, I mean, it doesn't really matter what happened. It just matters like what it looked like. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like my issue this whole time has been like acting like something I'm not yet. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even though people think I'm having my way, it's hard for me to feel like that because I'm broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't yeah. have shit. You know what I mean? I I know I'm talented, but I also am aware of like what success actually looks like because I've seen it in front of me, of away from me. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know what it is actually. So it's really hard for me to like pat myself on the back or like be gassed up. Cause I see a lot of acts like they reach a bit of success, like in his historically in music, especially like specifically rap music. Like I see people like they get a little bit of success and it, it gets to their head. And then it's like, you don't even fulfill the potential you're supposed to have because you're so busy being like gassed up. You know what I mean? Down here when the real goal is to be like up here, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think a lot of people's motivation is just for once somebody to be like, Hey, good job. You did it. And you get that first thing that pops and you're like, that's a good point. That's not mine, but like, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. They got it. And it's like, well, shit, now what? Like, I never really thought this would happen. Cause that's, I realized I'm scared to be happy because like, then what? Like, what do you do then? Like, how do you decide what to do? Like, not making it is the shit that keeps me going. And, like... Yeah, that's funny. That's not what keeps me going. Like, because I know... I just know... It's fucked up to say. I don't... I'm not gonna be satisfied. I could have a... My song could chart... Drugs could chart Billboard number one right now. And I'd be like, fuck, how am I gonna do it again? Right. You know what I mean? Like... Uh. That's just the type of nigga I am to, Just to my core So That like, one went number one on my phone though so. Nice, nice, nice uh, My biggest song today, yeah Beautiful, beautiful Um, So I actually kind of want to So 
based off what we're saying, we spoke a little bit beforehand. We were talking about like, you know, with this music industry thing, as you're learning now, as you do it more and more, that the actual music making process is probably the least important part of the whole thing. Um, so how have you been dealing with that? Like, did you even know that coming in? And then how have you been dealing with like wrestling with that reality now, especially with you not being wanting to do anything outside of that? Um, I mean, when I came in, I was a fucking teenager, like preteen. So like, no, I wouldn't say I knew that, but it's something I learned quickly that I don't know. A lot of other things are at play. You know what I mean? Like whether it be image, uh, we talked about earlier, like I feel like the cosine is an underrated like part of it. You know what I mean? Type of shit. Like people say, act like it doesn't matter sometimes. Like, but it, it's everything in a sense. I feel like in order to really grow as an act, like you have to have a team. I think a lot of people display an image of like I did this by myself, but that is never accurate. And I feel like it portrays a kind of inaccurate description of like what you need to get on yeah like i feel like there's a lot of young folks making music like that think they can do it alone and it, but in reality a lot of people they look up to saying they doing it alone are not doing it alone yeah so i don't really that's something i had to learn i had to relearn what independent was you know what i mean i thought independent was like it's just me and this bitch but what i'm learning is like a lot of independent acts like for example i'm signed to an indie label like plus one you know what I mean? But like people would still consider me an indie act mm -hmm. because I'm not signed to a major. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something I didn't know. So, but it's just like, and I guess that, that leads into like what, what you initially asked where it's just like, this is a lot of stuff I feel like we don't know as artists and as just people, as outsiders that I would like, I wish like people shared information more. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a lot of gatekeeping involved mm -hmm. of information. And I don't really understand why. Insecurity you know I mean? and capitalism. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Because if we hold the secrets, you have to come to us to get them. Yeah, and that's something I don't care for. And that's something, like, I hope to be in the future. Like, I guess that's, if we want to talk about angles, that's really my angle. I want to create some type of, like, structure, infrastructure for acts like me. Mm -hmm. Specifically, like, black acts that don't make shoot nigga music yeah yeah you know what i mean that's real because like i don't have a label i can go to that really deals with a nigga like me i'm like in this in between where it's just like oh all the labels with blackheads they only really sign like niggas like that you know what i mean and then all the labels like that fuck with me they're like these indie labels that have rock bands and shit that don't even necessarily know what to do with a rap act I when see. they have the opportunity yeah so like i want to create something for like the weirdo it's specifically like the minority weirdo yeah. you know what i mean because yeah, yeah, i yeah. do believe if i was a white guy my music would be perceived a lot differently you know what i mean i feel like it would be seen as a lot more innovative mm -hmm. like and i don't know you can take that as you take it i just i no, just feel I, like that's the truth I, yeah I, I, I mean even really genre dependent doesn't really matter if you were white it would definitely be yeah i feel like because i know i'm doing something unique uh-huh like because that, that was my first goal i wanted to be original and i've achieved that but in achieving that like I've almost displaced myself mm. because I, I now lack a true reference point, if that makes sense. And I realized that's something I realized too. Like, like that should be mattering. Like, yeah. who who is your comp? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when you go in these meetings, they be like, they they give out four artists. Oh, he sounds like this, 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 and that. You know what I mean? Like type shit. And then like when they can't put you in a box, like it makes it a lot harder for the traditional like label 
infrastructure to like market you correctly you know what i mean yeah yeah and think about like how much energy does it take to like walk along like the curvature of the earth like you can just walk around like you're following like the flow of things but if you want to go up you want to go a different direction you want to go out instead of with you got to build rocket engines like how high can you jump like you can't get that far off the earth without like and when you try to do something different, you try to do something that's out. Shit, my bad. This analogy is fucking crazy, bro. That's out of the, <laughs> the mainstream. Like, you don't need a car engine. You need a fucking jet engine to, like... Nah, that's 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 really real. It's And I think that is kind of like you said. It's the catch-22 of trying to be the original artist because then it's like, all right, well... So what are you then? And it's like you can't you can't describe it. Um, so it's funny you say that though, because I was gonna ask you like what what are the ones that you say when the the labels or do you even say anything when they're like, all right, who would you say is your contemporaries? Comp. Um, that's a good question. Because the people I'm out of name, like I don't necessarily feel like I sound like them. So mm-hmm. for I'll give an example. Okay. With drugs, like my song, like when they post me on TikTok, like those pages, yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah. like, oh, he sounds like Lucky, Playboy Cardi, Ken Carson, Yeet. But in reality, like if you have followed me through the years, like it's not what I sound like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's some spots. I feel like the closest thing on that list of niggas is probably Lucky. Uh-huh. I feel like. I feel like I adapt some of that, but even if you listen to us like side by side, you'd be like, mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I tried it. Well, there was a point in time where I was trying to emulate an energy Cardi like gave out as yeah. far as like less words, more energy. Uh-huh. But even that, like, I don't feel like I sound like Cardi at all. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. so like, I guess like we'd be telling niggas like what, like Smino, as they ever shot. But even like them niggas like yeah, stole really, that meme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so it's just. I don't know, nigga. I knew you were really having your own thing when I go on YouTube and you have your own type beats. Like, they're David the Tragic type beats. And I, funny, I was actually seeing it. I was like, damn, I would have never imagined this when I was younger. But that's cool, though. I think that's a true testament to, like, you really carving out your own sound and lane. And, like, not to go on, like, a, a rant, but, like, no, please it's go something, on like, I don't know. Something I'm trying to Like I said I'm trying to be more positive now So I do pat myself on the back Cause I never imagined myself being here mm. And that's more of a product of like My lack of self esteem But like I just never saw myself Even getting this far So sometimes you do gotta You know Appreciate the journey mm-hmm. And like When I was in high school Making shit Cause I've been making shit Like niggas They all just said that shit Was hella weird and shit So I was just like Damn man I'm just hella weird mm. And I am hella weird But like It doesn't mean like I'm not very talented as well And I feel like I have Carved the lane And I feel like at this point, I am influenced. Like, I feel like I've been in- influenced other people, and like I influence myself. Like you know what I mean, and like that does matter too. Even though that's not like necessarily like money. You know what yeah. I mean? All yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. No, that's real. So I guess we can just to just so we have it. I want to get a little bit into like how you got into music, how you first, how this journey first started. So what was your first introduction to like music making? Uh, I had a friend. In middle school, my friend Kari, he um he had Kari a, who? Jakari Green. Okay, never mind. Never you mind. don't know this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kari though. He had a um <laughs> he had a studio at his crib. His dad had a studio like in the in the downstairs, like in the extra room. And he was he been rapping since he was like seven or eight or some shit. And they've been pressing me to like make a song, but I ain't I wasn't really I didn't know how to do that shit. But like him and like the homies, they like pressured me. Like, I didn't even really know how to write yet. They helped me write my verse and shit, and, like, I recorded the first time. That shit was hot ass, but it was, like, it was the first my opportunity. And after that, I just started working with him a lot. 
just making shit. I wasn't even just telling people yet. I was just, I wasn't even putting shit out. I didn't even tell my mom for a while, like type shit. So that first time though, you were like, oh, I fuck with this shit. Like you, were- I was unsure mm. because it's just it's well, you know, y'all make music. Like it's weird at first. You know what I mean? Listening to yourself, like also like figuring out what you want to sound like. At that time, I was twelve. My voice wasn't that this deep. So like I was like making it deep, like you know what I mean, like type shit. Like a lot of that was involved, like you know. And but through like the work, I found like a passion. Cause I think I've naturally always been eclectic and like had uh, some inclination to make something. It has turned out to be that, yeah. So at what point? So from the jump though, when you were starting, you were showing it off with your friends. They were hearing it and stuff like that. Yeah, I was showing. I wasn't showing many people at first, and then like I think I started to show my mom. And that's like when I was around 13, 14. I think I recorded a song with like uh, my uncle Jared in in his house. We made a song and shit. And at that time, like that's when I think started doing more spot gigs, like uh, open mic shit like that. Really? My mom was like sort of managing me for like maybe a year or two, and she had some connections with like old Dungeon Family. Uh-huh. So like I had a few sessions with like Rico Wade. Wow. Yeah. And like I made a few songs with him then and shit too. And so but this is all at 13, 14, 15, like around there. So at yeah. this point, are you thinking like, oh, this is what I want to do? Like, it's. I mean, I'm doing it, but I'm still like unsure because like my my issue, my whole like time doing this is like I never thought I was him. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of like embarrassing, I would say, but also this the truth. Like, yeah, no. I just never thought it was me. You know, like, I like doing it, but I always looked. At other people and was like I don't have that You know mm. Yeah so like I, I was really unsure And I was also scared To really make the Jeep The leap for real So I was making music All through school But I wasn't really Showing people at school And then when I did Start showing people Like I got a An adverse reaction Because like Obviously I grew up In the Atlanta Metro Atlanta area And like I wasn't making What you would hear On the radio So like There was a bit of Like mm, What is this mm-hmm. Or like I would be posting my music I had niggas like Unfollow me and shit <laughs> Like, nah, that shit all hurt my feelings too. Yeah, you remember, nigga. Like, uh, and like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry for you. No, no, like, and I internalized every bit of it, honestly. Mm. And so, like, it made me scared to like really make that leap for real. But like, when I got in high school, I was still recording, still making shit all the time. I was dropping mixtapes on SoundCloud. But then uh, my senior year, my junior year, I spent like six, eight months working on an EP called Nature World. With honestly, with my friend Card. And like I just I was just working on that shit And that was the first tape I really showed people Like In my like school yeah. You know what I mean And And people received it really well And it gave me a big confidence boost Going into college Right You know what I'm saying Yeah And so once I got to college Especially like You know what going to college Is like You get to kind of Rediscover yourself Without like Maybe the weighing down Of like high school Middle school friends People that know you Since you was a kid So I got to like Rediscover a new confidence that I got to recreate who I was You know what I mean And I leaned into the music hard And I started meeting people And I started performing way more And like That shit really changed Like My trajectory I would say mm. For sure yeah Going to college And that's why I don't regret Even though I'm in debt Like I don't regret it Cause like I, I don't know if I would be In the position I'm in right now Without it Yeah I can honestly say Just from my perspective And from what I've seen Like I have seen The confidence in you grow From the time when I first met you To today uh, and I just see little things that you do that it's like, okay, I'm seeing him become more comfortable with whoever, whatever it is that he's trying to be, whether it be when you're on stage, whether it be when you're recording or just like the final like p- polished products that you put out. I'm like, this is somebody who is doing something and they're 
sure in what they're doing. Because um, I remember we went we went to one of your shows maybe two years ago at this point. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Was that the one Caleb at Jelani's Jelani? Thing? Yeah, Jelani's uh, show. At the, yeah. uh, at the oh, I, I was just talking about that show. I love that show. Yeah, I don't remember the I video. Did a, I did a good job of that show. It was nine nine two. I yes, love yes, that yes, show. yes, yeah. yes. And I remember, like, I walked away. You were the person. Like, I followed some other people that I hadn't met that performed, but like. That was like your performance there stuck with me. But I look at that versus what I see you post on Twitter now. Like I look at your concert footage now and like there has just been a huge, I don't know, you as you were saying, you've just kind of stepped into yourself. There's there's not that layer of apprehension behind it anymore. It's like, we're just fucking going for it because there's no other option. Like we've just got to fucking do it. And yeah, yeah, I'm balls deep now. I ain't even got no choice. <laughs> so let me ask you this though, because you've mentioned it a lot. Like you know, yeah. this this confidence didn't come to you naturally or whatever. So I want to ask what about your support system, or if you even have one. Like what what where do you go when you are at your low, when you are feeling down? Like where do you go? What do you turn? My to? My friends that? believe in me more than me. Mm. Yeah, which is funny disposition because I believe in my friends more than I believe in myself. So like I feel like the people around me Through the years Changing Different people But have always been the ones that Like instilled confidence in me You know what I mean Cause I had a really hard time Still do Instilling confidence in myself You know what I mean I would say even the confidence I portray a lot Is an act Especially live I would say You know what I mean It's more like I ha- I'm playing a character But naturally I don't know if I'm necessarily As into myself You know what I mean mm-hmm. So like I would say like Friend Like my support system has helped me tremendously just stay above water, you know, because I do have my persistence, like I expressed earlier, but at the same time, like, a lot of times I'll be like, damn, bro, like, this shit not working out for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, people around me help me f- continue to, like, move forward, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I'm at with it now, where it's just like, I don't really have a choice, in my opinion, you know, like, this is what I do, this is what I'm good at, I don't see myself doing anything else. I'm not passionate about anything else. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, yeah. What you were saying with um like it's it's an act, it's real, it's not um that's I've really liked about like pursuing art, pursuing shit like the young Seppi character. It lets me like I realize some of it is an act and some of it is stuff that like I just wasn't confident to do as Joseph. I can try it on as young Seppi and I like take bits of the shit that I try on and like add it into my personality, but I get to like do a dry run. Oh no, that was just like, that was just, uh, you know, that was a tape. That was a this, that was a that. And it, it lets me detach myself from myself. I relate to that. I have an example. Like I definitely making music made me a lot more confident as a person. My example would be like I was really scared to perform live when I first saw it. That was really my real apprehension. Like, oh, I don't know if I could be a rapper because like being going live, this sounds fucking crazy in front of people. You know what I mean? Mm. I was so scared of that shit. But like once I did it, like I just became so much more confident in other areas. Like my the example I have is like basketball. Like when I was growing up, I played basketball. I started late, like fifth grade, but I played basketball through middle school, and I would make teams, but like I would be scared in the game. I didn't really have confidence. Yeah. So I would I would present a lot more like ass than I actually was. Like if that makes <laughs> sense. Like I was like a practice dude or a trial guy. Like I would be there, but like when the game hit, I would I would get scared. But like once I started like like performing, especially like my confidence, like it like kind of 
wade through everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even didn't like pick up basketball. I'd be like, damn, I wish I had this confidence when I was like fucking eleven or twelve. Mm. I'd probably be a different person. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so that's something else I love music about. I really felt like it helped with my sense of self and like be, just being sure of myself a lot more. Yeah. Or at least acting like I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. I wish like sort of the flip of what you I wish I had the confidence that I had when I was ten. Like, cause I like I've been playing music for a very long time. I've like performed in front of big shit as a child, and then like at seventeen, eighteen, I got like kind of self aware. I was like, oh, I'm in it. Like, I exist. Like, people can see me. All this and like my confidence. I guess it was really like just going into high school, puberty, high school, all that shit. And I was just like, I got really in my head about it. And I wit like I've spent the last ten years basically trying to break out and get back to because i would show up i love to be the kid i wanted to be i wanted the ball in the ninth inning i wanted to take the last shot i wanted to be the one up on the stage making people watch and then that faded on me uh but i realized because it was built on shit that i didn't really have it was built on what had been told to me Mm. and then as i found myself and was like oh wow like the world is not just my perception of it i was like all of these things where I've just made these assumptions like this is it this is how I am this 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 it wasn't and I realized all that confidence was based on just nothing and I've been trying to find it so one one of the final things I wanted to ask you is you know I'm sure in your travels you come across a lot of other artists who come to you and secretly are like bro I'm scared as shit I don't know if I can do this I'm not I I don't know so what, what do you say to people when you see them in a similar position to you what do you say to them uh i don't know if i've actually heard somebody tell me i'm scared of shit but <laughs> uh i tell most people like it's really just resilience that's all it is like um i was talking shit about this to um i think i was on the phone with jelani like a month ago like it's so funny like niggas tell us all the time even though how long niggas been doing it they'd be like bro just keep going and like it's annoying as fuck It be making me want to slot the shit out of a nigga sometimes But like it's so true bro. You just gotta keep going Yeah, yeah That's it That's it You gotta continue to move forward And like if if you believe in yourself And you work how you're supposed to It will work out for you Now I can't tell you a timeline Cause that's just is that's shit up to God nigga. Right, like right, you know what right, I mean right, Like, right. But I can tell you like if you work at it Like you're supposed to You know what I mean and you you put that time you post to in it because a lot of people be cheating the game. You can't cheat it, bro. You gotta put that shit, whatever they call it, whatever, ten thousand dollars in for real. Like, and if you do that appropriately, like it will work out for you. Like, and that at least that's what I try to believe. <laughs> no, that's real. That's I, real. Cause most of the people that are like in it right now are just the people that have managed to hold on. Like they haven't quit. They are still. A lot in of times it. when people blow up, they um people gonna end up, oh, this is one hand wonder, like they just Energy plant, but a lot of times, like these motherfuckers been working for years, bro. Yeah, you just didn't know who the fuck that was. Yeah, I'll give an example, which is kind of funny, but even uh, Jack Harlow, right? Jack Harlow signed a deal like eight years ago, something like that. I'm probably inaccurate, you know, wiki facts, but but he was on some artist development shit for like four or five years before he even a breakout song, you know what I mean? Type of shit. And I bring up that example to say, like, it's all relative, even somebody that can feel like, damn, they got big out of nowhere, it's like, nah, like. You just don't see the work. You know what I mean? Doja was in the industry a decade before. Doja fucking reposted one of my songs when I was like 15. Wow. Right? And dead ass. Like, you know what I mean? So I've known Do- about Doja Cat forever. And like, think about how long it took her to like 
off, off a joke song. Off move. <laughs> and I, I relate to that in a way. Because, like, how long I've been working on this. Mm. And I feel like the songs that I've had the most, like, I feel like staying power of all, not even staying power, but the most impact have been, like, songs I don't necessarily put the most thought into. Yeah. Like, last year it was uh, Drugs and, and Dip. Like, and niggas don't even know I made the beat for Dip. Yeah. It is like that little fucking eight bar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, it's just, it's funny how this shit goes. But, like, you can't take, in my opinion, you can't take none of this shit personal. Mm. You can, but you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to make it out the other side if you do. Right. So, when in the journey did you start producing? I started producing, like, two and a half years ago. Really? Yeah. Huh. The end of the December of 2020. What, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to guess, because I feel like this is a story for a lot of people, why you started producing. You wanted people to make a sound that fit, like, what you were trying to do, but nobody could make it, so you are like, I do it myself? Hell no. I got hella fire producers. Okay. Whatever Sorry. I want. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, really, I wanted to work with acts that, sonically, I don't necessarily fit in as a recording artist. Okay. That was my main, like, motivation. I just felt like there were a lot of people I wanted to work with, but I know I could never work with because of just like the shit I make. But like if I become a producer, like I could just be in a lot more rooms and just exist in a lot of different roles. You know what I mean? Like I like the idea that like I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. So I don't have to be in this room. And if I can't put a verse down, like it's like I'm. What am I here for? You know what I mean? I like the idea of just adding more to my toolbox. And that was really my main motivation. That's very real. I like that. I like when people are trying to just sharpen themselves. Like, I'm doing this thing, and you think, oh, you're just trying to, like, nah. Like, it makes me better. That's that's really the only reason I'm doing it. And it's one of the things that, like, my perspective on aging has changed. Like, at 23, I was really fucking scared. And just, like, I saw time coming for me. And my perspective has changed because I realized I have all this time to learn cool-ass shit. Like, things I didn't even... Because what we started really kind of get into video editing last year yeah because we were putting this together always sort of a like a what uh not a tangent interest but like uh just sort of out to the side i was like yeah making videos that shit could be cool and i realized i got the time to do it yeah like i i can if i want to dedicate a year of my life like i understand the implications of that like i i feel confident like throwing a year something where when i was first starting the idea of like you're gonna have to do this for three years before you're even like was intimidating yeah and now i'm like fuck it oh it's only two years to get good at that fine sign it up and rapping for me rapping was something that i was just like fuck it like i know if i get good at it this will sharpen me in all these other places so i was like why not you know i feel that because like i think that was why i didn't start making beats before i did because i was worried about um I was just like, I, and I, you know, the people I have around me, it's just, I'm never going to be this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these people are like, you know, generational talents. Like, you know what I mean? So I was looking at it like that. And I was also just like, mm, like, maybe that's just not me. But I always knew I had the inclination. Niggas always told me, like, you can make beats. So it was really just like making that step and just being, I feel like with starting anything, you just got to be okay with being ass. Very true. Got to be okay with being ass for a long time. And that was my motivation. Like, okay, I'm going to make. 800 bad beats and then like eventually like you know and what i also like about production is like i made a lot of good beats on accident like even when i first started you know what i mean like because there's room for that type shit like, yeah yeah like so i don't know I, I i like the journey and that's what i appreciate it's all about the journey and realizing like how much fear was dictates a lot of people's decisions that like I've, i'm really glad it happened i had my first bad show uh like three weeks ago the crowd was not fucking with me they did not like they were not willing to work with me at all 
And up until that point, I'd never really had that experience. And I was like terrified of it. That's happening. so funny, bro. I've had like 30, 40 bad shows. <laughs> and, and that's why I realized I'm like on the other side of it. Now I'm like, literally nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. Like some people walked away and were like, I don't really know what that was, but nothing actually happened to me. Like there was like, unless you're really out there, just like, I mean, like you can obviously say some shit that'll get you in trouble, but like, <laughs> If people don't like you, literally nothing fucking happens. Oh it's no, it's true. Yeah, I. It's funny you say that. Like I've been thinking about that a lot. Like the idea of like I don't know. I I've just I've played hella shows. Like you know what I mean. And they're not always good. <laughs> and like I feel like they've sharpened me though. I, I feel like because of all the shows I played that haven't gone gone my way, I'm just prepared. And I be seeing where shit is going before it goes there. Does that make sense? Like I usually by the time I get there, I know what this shit's gonna look like. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what I appreciate about even like bad experiences. Cause I like, I walked in really confident. I was like, I'm going to do all these things. I had planned out like some crowd work I was going to do. And like, I'm going to say that. And, and you toss it out there and are just met with fucking stone face, whatever. And like, fuck it. What do me? I like your only options is to go through or quit. And it was a nice little kind of microcosm of, the whole thing is like, well, I could just stop the set or like, fuck you. I'm going to still like, you're still here. You're watching. If you're not, I'm still going to sing these songs and have some fun with it. And that's just, I don't know. That's where I've been on in life recently. It's like, I'm just have a good time because you're going to die the same way I am. Like, and you're going to be it's bored the cryptic, whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourselves, people. All right, Dave, <laughs> we've made it to the end this interview like i said man uh, i really appreciate you coming by here but uh what we like to do here we like to book in things okay so we started off with our little freestyle opening things that's how we're going to end things but we're going to make it a little bit more interactive and fun and you know draw draw everybody into it you're, you're welcome to join if you want uh but i'll do some ad loops hey that's that's better uh so what i'm gonna need from you though i want you to come up with three words or or topics that you feel like best describes this overall conversation that we've had here today and then i'm gonna incorporate those three words into a, into a little little sum sum you know confidence confidence depression depression mortality mortality there we go the 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 trifecta all right uh so we think like a little peep type beat or something <laughs> uh Let's do still Earth Gang type beat. Earth Gang Love type it. beat. Okay. Confidence, depression, and mortality. Mortality. Confidence, depression, mortality. Boom. Okay. okay. And we're gonna go find an Earth Gang type beat. Oh. Last time we did an Earth Gang type beat, that shit went really well. So, okay. Um. Hmm. How long you been around? Uh, 2019, like officially, but you know, school bus type shit. That's sort of the idea of the lunch, like of the mix table, is like trying to recreate that lunch table, just sitting around and saying whatever you come up with. But 2019 for real. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. We got oh, that one. That one's got like two million plays. We'll let that go. Too uh, mainstream. Probably hard. It. Too many people like it, therefore I cannot like it. Yeah. Nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. Exactly. All right. Here we go. This produced by Lakes. 
Okay, let's see what Lake's talking about. So we got some strings. Always love a string beat. Confidence, depression, mortality. Okay. Waiting for a beat drop. Yeah. Here. It's a five-minute beat, so they, they probably probably draw it out. <laughs> one more, one more loop, one okay. more loop. All right, let's see where they go. Hey. Okay, maybe maybe it's gonna drop here. It's gonna be, it's gonna be here. This is it. Uh huh. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Skip, 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 skip. Okay. Don't take it personally. Whoever you were who made that beat. Hmm. Was that the no 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 play that, two million play okay we'll go, you know with, we'll, go we'll go with two million uh okay here we go just Dan we've played stuff from just Dan before shout out to just Dan there we go okay uh, I'm liking this a lot okay confidence uh, depression depression mortality mortality um hey I should wait for the beat but I'm not. Cause I ain't yeah. got time on my feet. Ay. I'ma keep going, Ay. keep flowing, keep Ay. it cold like Ay. it's been snowing. Hey, I'ma give y'all Damn. another showing. So, hey, oh wow, I wasn't Woo. expecting. Hey, <laughs> this kind of hard though. Hey, ooh, okay. ooh, okay. Hey, all right, yeah, I'm liking it now. Hey, 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 hey. When I get on these beats, they know ain't no stopping this Cause I'm feeling myself, I'm gassed up, I got the confidence I be coming in this, it's off the top I'm killing the game like I work for the cops I never could stop, I got my guitar so I'm about to rock I keep this thing off the top of the head I got that tool on me like I came out of the shed Uh, hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, hey Hey, uh, hear the sound and all the compression It's beating me up, it's got me down, no depression But I keep on flexing, they know I leave them perplexed It's so crazy, they amaze me I'm killing it like I was Jay-Z Where's my baby, my lady, my fiancé Got a lady, she look like Beyonce Give a damn about what her aunt say I'm chilling here with Chance I'm fancy, I meant fancy Then they can't stand me They gon' have you gon' have to kill me, but nah, it's just me and more my mortality. Uh, they trying to throw these shots at me, but yeah. I stay up, I'm way too tall. This how it is, I came to dunk on all of y'all. Yeah, hey, I thought it would drop. Mm. Hey, mm. back on the top. I'm coming off straight off the top. Hey, dripping too hard, dripping too hard. I need a bucket and a mop. Hey, hey, <laughs> go clean it up, go clean it up. I'm driving around in the car. Yeah, I'm going really hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm going up. Hey, hey. Mm, hey, lost it. I found it. I brought it back. Yeah, I brought it back. I'm running it back. I'm stacking it up. I'm going real town. I'm going to the duck. I forgot the words that we're trying to say. Confidence, mm. depression, Conf- and mortality. mortality. Mm, they can't. Stand with me. Ooh. Mm. I'm dead. Mm. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh. Uh. How much time left we got on this beat? 
I'ma take my time and give these people here a speech Aye. So listen to me speak Cause yeah. I only got a minute mm. But I'ma mm. take this time up here so I can go kill it Aye. I just grill it on the skillet Ain't no kitchen, scheme in this thing, I don't need no ticket Knock it out the park, no cricket Over the fence, it's like a picket See, I get it off of the ground From the underground Straight off of the mound It's weighing on me about a pound Ain't no ton Do it all by myself I took this flow right off of the shelf Man, I swear I'm the best And it ain't no need to guess But, uh And I make it good Sound fantastic I'm chilling here at the mix table With my boy, David the Tragic Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen Quick cameo by the moms over there But, uh There it is Well, we made it. Nice, nice. Thank you all for having me. Hey, man. Thank you so much for coming by, man. Like I said, this it, it's been a long time coming, and, and I'm really just, I just love seeing, like, you, you said something that resonated with me. You were like, how your friends give you confidence. I really, like, enjoy watching you guys' journey. You, Jelani, Kenny, just over the years, just really watching you guys progress, become more mature and understanding of what you want to do in this, and it, it reflects on me, too, and it makes gives me the confidence to keep doing this. So... I really appreciate what you do, man, and I really want you to keep it up and keep going. And like I said, I thank you for coming here today. Um, so the last thing that I have for you uh, is just for these cameras here, let the people know what you got coming up in the upcoming future and where they can find you and your music and all that good stuff. Uh, I go by David the Tragic, so you can find me on all streaming platforms. I don't know when this shit's coming out. I probably won't have anything new out by then, but I'll have some new shit out this year. I'm dropping a lot. That's my plan. All right, Joe. Well, you know what time it is. It's my speech at the end every time. If you liked any of the beats that you heard today, there's going to be a playlist in the description of the video, description of the podcast. All these shits had like 10,000 views, 5,000 views, 100 views. Like, go support them. Go spend some money. You've got friends that do art. You've got friends that cook food. You've got friends that sell shirts. Like, go buy that shit. You want to wear designer? Your friends are designers. Go fucking buy that shit. Uh, other than that, that was fun. Now what should be out by the time this episode is out? If not, it'll be out like in a week. Go stream that. Go stream Bento. Go stream the first three seasons of this show. Go stream Dave's music. Tyrone, you've got articles. Fuck it. Just Lower go support some people, please. There you go. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, once again, I want to thank David for coming here and being our guest. And I want to thank Joe for doing what he does on the ones and twos. And more importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in, whether you're watching, 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 listening, or however you could be here with us. We're just glad you came along. So tune in next time. I'm going to have somebody sitting in Dave's seat. We're going to be mixing it up. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Woo!